When you're born two and a half months early and weigh less than two pounds, chances are you will end up in a school like mine, if you are lucky. I went to United Cerebral Palsy for preschool. That's what I have, cerebral palsy. I was lucky I had teachers who taught me more than how to spell Wednesday and tell time. They also taught me how to fall. I remember crash mats and physical therapists who taught me how to protect my face and ribs. By first grade, I mastered how to scan a floor, to look down and ahead for anything that could trip you up. At home, it was the loose grout on the kitchen floor. During school hours, I focused on avoiding stray pieces of paper. Not being able to walk without crutches is definitely challenging. One second you're headed for art class, and the next there's a group of people frantically asking you if you need the nurse and grabbing at your backpack to help you up. My worst foes are always wet leaves, and this is strange, but it usually rains on my first date. I should take this as a sign and just cancel. But I always think I can simultaneously trick gravity while appearing charming. Do you remember the first person you fell for? The one you knew you could easily love forever. Like if he or she leaves you, you are absolutely going to die. His name was Sean. He was a genius. Seriously. We were going to see the movie Original Sin. How could a first date possibly end badly if you're going to see Angelina Jolie? It can if you never make it to the car. I remember the exact moment when my left crutch started to slide. He was saying something about teaching me how to play chess later. I was already thinking of a plan B that didn't involve a game board. And then I went down. My jeans were muddy and both of my palms were scraped. Since Sean had the build of a mathematician, someone else who saw the fall had to help me get up instead. There was no second date. This guy Matt used to come to the open mic nights for literary magazine I edited. Matt came up to me and said something like, your poems are really cool. This was reason enough for a first date. A month or two later, I'm trying to do the striptease because I really, really like Matt. You'd think I'd remember about the sleeve cuffs, how the armholes are way too narrow unless you unbutton it before taking it off. I remember trying to pull at it to get the button to break, the shirt to rip, anything but what happened next. I lost my balance, and before Matt had time to catch me, I'd split my lip on the edge of the bed. I knew this was the type of date that would end in an emergency room visit. I broke things off with Matt first because I didn't want to have an awkward conversation with him when I got my stitches out. But there was one man who has been able to show me that leaves aren't always evil. His name was Peter. He's Irish. He always got away with a lot just due to that accent. When I first start dating someone, I tend to make the disability the third person in our relationship, talking about it all the time, trying to make it seem sexy. 
All Peter said by our third date was, Are you done now? Your disability has nothing on my issues. It was fall, a gorgeous but deceptive season for people with crutches. He had steps leading up to his front door. One day before I got there, he had swept the front porch. This was the best sign I had so far for our future. When I left later that night, he cursed the fact that it was raining and more leaves had fallen in his absence and then tried to move them with his feet. I started to slip, the kind where I lose both crutch and my foot at the same time. It's the kind of fall where gravity wins. Peter had enough reaction time to grab my waist and hold me tight enough to counter my lack of balance, like he meant to hug me. And then he does hug me, and we don't care about the crutches or the fact that it's raining. I keep replaying that moment. It's the first time I would have been able to fall, and it wouldn't have even mattered. Natalie E. Illum is a founding board member of Mother Tongue. She performs the Story League and Speakeasy DC. And for more information, we're going to have a link to natalieillum.net on our website, snapjudgment.org. Her story was produced by Jamie DeWolf and Anna Sussman. You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.